It's very late. It's very, very late. Mm-hmm. So very late. And I have to be up early tomorrow. So, all right. As do I, the Friday morning hair appointment, standing Friday morning hair appointment. Okay. There you go. Um, how was your week? It was great. Birthday week. Birthday week. We'll hear about that later, I take. Mm-hmm. Yep. Along with some other little silly stuff. Sure. Terrific. All right. So let's, I'm like, no let's, time for pleasantries. Let's just get no into it. No time for pleasantries. We're just going to dive in. Yeah. All right. So um, I have, actually have three stories, but two of them are updates on previously covered uh, newsworthy items. Okay, I I, like cringed when you said three, but okay, go on. Yeah, no. (laughs) So they're like two quick, two of them I think are quick because they're just updates. Um, And then the other one's kind of like a happy ending, good, feel good. Great. Uh, All right. So um, you actually sent me this. The proposal to divide California into three states won't appear on the November ballot after all. Yes. This Tell me from, about it. I just sent it to you. I didn't read anything. Thank you. Yes. Um, it was. This is from la.curb.com. So it looks like California's boundaries won't be changing anytime soon. Um, yesterday, the state Supreme Court ordered Secretary of State Alex Padilla to remove a voter initiative from the November ballot seeking to divide California into three separate states. Padilla's office quickly tweeted confirmation that it would honor the court's decision. Uh, So the measure, um, we talked about this a while back, it's um, backed by that venture capitalist, Tim Draper, Um, and it would have divided California into Northern California, Southern California, and then one one portion that would just simply be called California. The Planning and Conservation League, which is an environmental group based in Sacramento, challenged the legality of the initiative, arguing that dividing California into multiple parts would require changes to the state constitution and should thus be subject to a third two I'm sorry, should thus be subject to a two-thirds majority vote in the legislature. Um, in an interview with the Mercury News, the group's director, Howard Penn, said the initiative would threaten California's strict environmental laws and called the measure a big waste of time and money. Okay. So, so I think this is just interesting to me because it says, you know, the rationale is that it's going to change the state constitution, but it's almost like, well, it's not going to change. It's not just going to change. It's just, it's basically like there's, it would change everything. Like it's like, mm-hmm. it's not that just, it would change the state constitution per se as much as it would require 
three states to each come up with constitutions of their own, I would imagine. Like, no, not any one of those states would now still be considered the former California, right? And then, again, like, these new states have to be accepted into the union. You just can't, like, form a state and just be like, okay, we're part of the U.S., so I'm sure there's some other kind of... There has to be another step, right? So I feel like it's a much There are a thing. lot of other steps. Yeah, like several <laughs> other steps. Yeah, so that's the thing. I was like, it seemed like this almost seems like a moot point. Like, yeah, of course it would require a new state constitution. It would require three new state constitutions or three changes. You know, like it's more than a change. It's a complete like obliteration. I don't know. It's just, it's dumb. Um so the court's action Wednesday doesn't rule out the possibility that the measure could appear on a future ballot. The court has not yet decided on the legality of the initiative, but asked Padilla to leave it off the ballot for now to give time for supporters and opponents of the measure to make their arguments. Because uh, significant questions have been raised regarding the proposition's validity, potential harm of allowing voters to decide on it in November could outweigh any negative results of holding it for a future election is what the court wrote on Wednesday. And then in a statement released prior to the court's decision by Cal three, which is the organization that's backing the measure, they called the conservation league's lawsuit quote, another example of how Sacramento politicians, powerful unions, and their high-priced lobbyists are trying to hold on to power at the expense of California voters. Okay, stop it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, to, it, to a degree, though, this is, it's, this is not something that's going to just pass easily based on a proposition for many reasons. And one of them is that, you know, like, California politicians, there's nothing for them to gain from this. Um, and... The, there's plenty of people in power throughout California who would like lose power or lose influence by having something like this happen. So it's not in, it's in so many people's it's it's not in so many people's interests, and some so many of those people are in powerful positions that I don't see it ever. Which I think is why it's failed a million times too. Yeah, you know. So yeah. So anyhow, so we had reported on that previously. And now um, it's um, basically back in the uh, back in the hopper for all intents and purposes. Stay in the hopper. Stay in the hopper. <laughs> okay, so that was my first update. My second update uh, comes off of I think this was last night. This is from People dot com. Uh, the- a reliable journalist. It is reliable journalism. Those are like my sources. What are you doing? <laughs> I know, but it popped up and I was like, okay, well, this is, I didn't see it being reported and this is actually a really thorough article. So I was like, all right. Um, the title is Ali Reisman and 140 of Larry Nazer's uh, victims unite on the SB stage. Um, so the SBs were just the other night, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like not sure. Where I are. only know because there's a part of it in my one of my stories too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So Jennifer Garner, looking amazing, by the way, uh, presented the Arthur Ashe Courage Award to the 140 of the hundreds of child athletes who have spoken out about the horrific sexual abuse experienced while under the care of the now imprisoned Michigan state and USA gymnastics doctor. Wow. And so 
we reported this back on in like December, January, when um, he was in um, when they had his uh, hearings, uh, his conviction hearings, post conviction hearings, and um, the group of victims, including Olympic gold medalist Ali Reisman, took to the stage after a heart wrenching video introduction. As the large group of, quote, sister survivors made their way onto the stage at the Microsoft Theater, they were given a standing ovation by the country's top sports stars, many of whom stopped clapping only to wipe away their tears. Three of Nazar's victims, Reisman, Sarah Klein, and Tiffany Thomas Lopez, described the horrific experience of being ignored when they were they reported sexual abuse. And actually, I think this is one of the most impactful things. Um, that's come out since um, their original um, uh, post-conviction hearing statements. Um, Reisman is quoted as saying, the ripple effect of our actions or inactions can be enormous, spanning generations. Perhaps, Perhaps the greatest tragedy of this nightmare is that it could have been avoided. Whether you act or do nothing, you are shaping the world that we live in, impacting others. All we needed was one adult to have the integrity to stand between us and Larry Nazar. Um, So, so, I mean, so true and so sad. Um, And um, then uh, Sarah Klein, who's a former gymnast, says she was first abused by Nazar more than three decades ago. And she says, she's quoted as saying, speaking up and speaking out is not easy. Telling our stories of abuse over and over and over again in graphic tale detail is not easy we're sacrificing privacy and being judged and scrutinized and it is painful but it is time and then the third girl who stood um, towards the front of the group accepting the award on behalf of the whole group was tiffany thomas lopez a softball player and she spoke out about the need for people to become more engaged in uncomfortable conversations especially when it comes to sexual abuse Mm -hmm. which affects people of all races and she's quoted as saying There are a lot of conversations in our society that we tiptoe around as if there's something to avoid. Sexual abuse claims victims come in every race showing no discrimination. Um, Tonight we stand here and it feels like we're finally winning. So um, Mm. the other cool thing that, um, and it was very powerful. I don't know if you saw the picture of it, uh, but Mm -mm. there's a big... um, on the ESPN uh, Twitter feed and um, and also the SB's Twitter feed, there's a clip of of these that them and it's they literally 141 women um, athletes taking the stage and like you know and they're all like in awards you know gear so they're in beautiful gowns and looking um, dynamic, um, but it was really powerful because they literally took up the entire stage from end to end. Um, and then like four rows deep, you know, I mean, it was just um, to see the, the, that many women standing there as victims of this um, monster um, is, was pretty chilling. Um, and the other uh, cool thing that I was going to say is Reisman also thanked Judge Rosemarie Anquilina, which if you'll remember, um, she was the judge who allowed as many victims as wanted to, to make post-conviction statements. And she said, thank you, Judge Aquilina, for honoring our voices. For too long, we were ignored, and you helped us to rediscover the power we each possess. You may never meet the hundreds of children you saved, but know that they exist. Mm. Um, 
so um and it and she was there the judge was invited okay. to the so she was in the audience um so just to, to sum up, Nazar, Nazar was sentenced to 60 years in federal prison in December after pleading guilty to child pornography charges, then sentenced to 40 to 175 years in January after pleading guilty to seven counts of sexual assault of minors. Many famous Olympians, including Reisman, Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, and Gabby Douglas, helped to send the disgraced 54-year-old doctor to prison. And uh, Reisman has become a voice um, for... Um, those abused, but she said in People's February cover story that coming to terms with what happened to her has been difficult. And one of the ways that Reisman copes with her past is to be a clear voice for change in the sport. Um, so, um, you know, just a, a, an ongoing, I think, extension um, of the whole uh, hashtag MeToo movement. Mm -hmm. um and you know and uh, people kind of at large women at large standing up against sexual abuse um and feeling um just you know just just this communal support around um uh, around the the things that have uh, gone unsaid and gone unaddressed so this was a very <clears throat> very large very public and i thought uh pretty affirming um ceremony um in to honor these victims and to really recognize um, to the extent to which um, all, you know, they're, they've gone um, unaddressed. So it was pretty, pretty awesome. So that's that update. Okay. Your story. And then the news story, actually, this is a news item that we, the story happened in the last week or so. And I just, it kind of, I don't know. I I didn't really. I only paid a little attention to it, but since it came back out into the news today, I thought we should probably talk about this. It's the. Um, this is from NBC News, and it's uh, the um, the twelve Thai boys rescued from the flooded cave. Okay. So today they had a uh, press conference uh, for the twelve boys, um, and. Um, and they're so cute. <laughs> they're uh, young soccer uh, players, age eleven uh, to sixteen. Although they all look to be like well younger like, than that, a little younger than that, mm -hmm. <laughs> or like closer to the eleven-year-old. Um, so um, they, um, so the young boys bounced a ball as they appeared in front of reporters in their Wild Boars team shirts. Uh, they were individually applauded as they stood, bowed, and introduced themselves before taking turns to recount their extraordinary ordeal. One boy described the moment he realized a rescuer had arrived. It happened in the evening. We heard people speaking. We were not sure if it was a hallucination. Then we went quieter and realized it was real. The player said that he was startled by the rescuer when he emerged from the water. It was a miracle, he said. It was the first glimpse of hope. Um, mm. I was afraid I wouldn't get home and that I wouldn't, I would get scolded by my mother. The boy said that he, <laughs> one of the boys said that that was his main concern when this whole first thing happened, you know? Mm. And so then, um, and um, another boy said that they had been so hungry after being stranded for 10 days that the only thing that he could think about was food. Um, 
The players and their 25-year-old coach were safely brought out of the Tham Luang Mountain Cave Complex near the border with Myanmar last week after a perilous rescue operation that drew global media attention and hundreds of journalists to the scene. The boys have been in the hospital in the northern town of Xiang Rei since they were rescued but have been pronounced generally healthy by doctors aside from some minor infections. They are strong physically as well as mentally, a spokesman told reporters, adding that they were all expected to return home later today. Everybody has shown determination to face life in the future. The boys had, um, so what had happened, what had happened was uh, the boys had planned to explore the cavern for about Mm -hmm. an hour after soccer practice. Uh, This was back on June 23rd. But a rainy season downpour flooded the tunnels, trapping them. Mm. And then on July 2nd, so, I mean, yeah, nine days later, um, two British divers found them squatting on a mound in a flooded chamber several miles inside the complex. Rescuers then had to figure out how to get them out through the tunnels, some of which were full of fast-flowing floodwaters. The players said they had not taken food with them as they did not expect to be in the cave for long. They survived by drinking water from stalactites. One said he was initially only concerned with being late getting home. I said that already. And then um, a frame photo. This was really sad. I didn't realize this. There was a Thai Navy SEAL who died during the rescue Mm -hmm. operation. Yeah. So that's super sad. So a frame photo of him. Uh, the gentleman who passed away was shown to reporters and will be presented to his grieving family. It was covered in handwritten tributes from the players. Yeah. Uh, one message is read, thank you. The bottom of our hearts, uh, our deepest condolences to your family. The boys said their ordeal had made them more determined to realize they becoming professional players and to make the most of their lives. Another was cheered after saying, I still want to be a professional soccer player, but I also want to be a SEAL. Mm. Um, Yeah, sweet. Um, The Boar's assistant coach said their team spirit remains strong and that many of the players hope to be ordained together as monks. Their dramatic story... And here's, of course, there's got to be Hollywood's got to get in there. Their dramatic story is already set for a retelling by Hollywood with two production companies looking to put together movies about the boys and their rescue. God, I hope not. That terrible one about the Chilean miners. Oh, my God, it was horrible. <laughs> I, I never saw that. Okay, so again, I hope those people don't get a hold to it. No, right now it says that John M. Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asians, said he's working to develop a film about the rescue in order to prevent a Hollywood, quote-unquote, whitewash of the story. Oh, praise God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I was like, really? It's like, are we already trying to make a movie out of this? It's of so course insane. they are. As soon oh, as they got word. stuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the Chilean miners, I was like, they're not even Latino. Like, are you for real right now? So, yeah, it was <laughs> like, we can't find Latino actors. Right. Nope, not a one. Oh, God. Um, so, ridiculous. so, um, so yeah, so that's basically the long and short of it. Um, mostly a happy ending for definitely for these boys with the exception of, of the loss of life of the Navy SEAL. Um, mm. And um, 
but yeah, how scary. I mean, I can't even imagine being like a 13 year old or a 12 year old, like, you know, and it's just yeah. you and a bunch of other kids. Like there's only one other adult and you're all trying to, you know, I can't, I mean, it, it is definitely, it, it certainly is, has the drama of, of a TV movie, but mm-hmm. um, it sounds like someone wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. The it's script very bananas. much so. The crazy rescue. Yeah. So um, cute little kids. Cute little kids. <laughs> cute little babies. It's a Hollywood dream, yeah. Um, so so yeah, so that's that's that story. Um glad to know that they're healthy and on their way home. This act this actually was from Wednesday, actually, it's yesterday. So they are home and safe and, and it's interesting. The uh Thai um there's a thing called the Thailand Child Protection Act, which protects those under eighteen from media coverage that would cause emotional injury. So they said at this early stage, you're trying to get media not to bother the boys and to Mm. hold off interviews for at least 30 days. That sounds human. Yeah. I mean, it does like the fact that you have to put that in writing or make it a law. It's problematic. But, um, but yeah, but good. I'm glad that that's (laughs) glad that that's something that they do have in place for just such occasions. Um, so yeah, um, that that's those are my newsworthy pieces. Awesome. Okay, Ooh. so my viral vox, the thing mm-hmm. that has been sweeping the internet for the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, has been the "In My Feelings" challenge. Have you seen any of these? In my feelings. Yes. Okay. In my feelings is a track off of Drake's new album, Scorpion. So, have you seen those dance challenges and stuff on Instagram? They're kind of like a big deal. Sometimes they'll pop up. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, have you heard of the My Virovox, the In My Feelings Challenge? Okay. I didn't know that that it that's what it was called, but it's the one with the little dance and the little song, right? Yes. The little song, again, <laughs> is In My Feelings, a track from Drake's new album, Scorpion. Okay. Um, and so basically this challenge was started by this guy named um, Siggy, I believe. Um, and so he started the challenge and he's gotten over like 5 million views on his Instagram on this post where he started the challenge. So of okay. course it is everywhere. It is very entertaining. I am a big fan of the song. I love the song. And um, It's so a cute little song. It's a cute little song and very much Drake. And so, like, so it's been everywhere, like, to the point where I'm, it's a mess, stop already. And so, I think today <laughs> I saw on Facebook someone, like, or a dentist was doing it, and I was like, okay, that's officially, like, and he changed it that. to, instead of feelings, you know, feelings, ha, ha, ha. Right. And I was like, okay, this is the official end. If you want to know the end, this is the end. <laughs> is that the end? I thought yeah. it was cute. It was cute, but no, we're done. And no. so, Aww. the best um, according to me, and a lot of people agree, were Sierra and Will Smith. They won. Um, okay. Sierra, I, ha- I haven't seen theirs. Oh my gosh, you have to see them. So Sierra and Russell Wilson were on their honeymoon in South Africa. So they had a little brief honeymoon after the wedding, and apparently she was like, no, we need like a real honeymoon, not like a long weekend. And so he was like, so we are now doing this extended honeymoon that my wife wants 
So they went to nice. South Africa and did a lot of neat things, according to their Instagrams. And one of them was on a mountain somewhere in South in Cape Town. They got out of their cars and did the um, In My Feelings Challenge. And at first, he was kind of dancing with her, and then he remembered that she was Sierra and he was Russell Wilson. So he just kind of, like, stood back and kind of watched her and kind of whatever. So she, Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Sierra is, of course, an amazing dancer. And so... Yes. And then, like, the views, you know, like, the mountains. Oh, I see and stuff the background like, now. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. So that was awesome. So, you know, dancing her butt off. Um, and then Will Smith, on his Insta, it starts with him watching Sierra's <laughs> In My Feelings okay. Challenge. And then he kind of climbs, like, a bridge. Like, I'll see, he's in Budapest. And so he looks out his window and sees, like, this bridge. And it has, like, kind of, like, an archway um, kind of as you enter um, the bridge. So he goes and climbs the bridge, goes on top of the arch, kind of sloping, and he does the In My Feelings Challenge from atop there. Oh, wow. So you okay. see, like, these amazing views of the, um, the river, and it's just amazing. And he was a little stiff, and people were like, you're a little stiff there. He's like, um, yes, I was scared. I did not want to fall. So, yeah, so, <laughs> like, I'm doing all this, so you can't expect me to be, like, breaking it down also, because it was literally, like, slope so i was just like yikes so yeah so him and sierra were like the best but in in addition to the best there were the absolute worst so there were quite a few fails um most of them (laughs) included people jumping out of the driver's seats of their cars to do it a running car now okay Um, now is that because I saw that, not the running car, but I saw that a few people like hopping out of cars. Is that Drive part the of the passenger video? seat? Oh. I don't know because Drake doesn't have a video yet for it. So Okay, I think... so I was trying to think like, why is there, is that a theme? Is, is it the lyrics? No. Well, I guess it's kind of like, are you riding? So it's like kind of. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Sorry. So. One lady posted something. She's like, I almost died. She gets out of her car. The door kind of comes back on her, and she falls and literally gets Mm-mm. run over. One guy is no. and he gets out the passenger side, but he's not paying attention, and he literally, like, hits a car. There's a place no. to hits a pole. <laughs> I mean, people literally are ridiculous and about to kill themselves for literally not even 15 minutes, 15 seconds of fame. Oh um, the social media world so I'll post some of those um, That's a on our Facebook page so yeah they are people are so dumb so, <laughs> people uh, are so dumb why would you I mean nobody okay I, just clearly you would do this in a parked car like nobody knows oh god okay right it's the, and I'm like am I, I'm not driving out I'm not jumping out the driver's seat Is first of all and then like yeah so no um, so not, you should not be jumping out of any out of moving any, car, right? <laughs> Period. Yes. It doesn't matter. But I feel like both of them are bad, but somehow to me, drop, driving out of the driver's seat is worse because then you just have a moving car with no person in it. So anyway, it's it's just all bad. Like, don't do it. Stop it. Just stop. So, uh, oh, the little thing they had to do with Sierra. So the guy who started the challenge was at the ESPYS last night. 
and he wanted to take a picture with Sierra. And Russell was kind of like, you know, you know, standing next to him. He's like, no, no, no. And he kind of like pushed Russell Wilson away. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> take a picture with Sierra. It was hilarious. So that was funny. So Russell was like, post a little funny little Instagram about that. But as for um, the song, because of all of this hype and everything about the challenge, it has replaced, and my feelings has replaced um, Nice for What, which was number one, and also a Drake song. <laughs> oh, that's funny. At the number one spot on the chart. So one okay. number one is just replaced by In My Feelings. And so because Drake is Drake, he gave Shiggy um, $250,000 for helping him push his numbers and get him to number one. Like he wasn't going to get to number one anyway, but yeah. Hey! Thank Shiggy you came for up. my money. Yes. I was like, thank you. Two fifty k. Yes, girl. I'll I'll jump out my car for that. Don't jump up. Don't. Don't jump out your car for that. No, don't you do that. Don't you jump out the car. Uh uh. Um, that's a hot mess. But um, yeah, that's just crazy. I saw a couple of them. Um, I particularly enjoyed the version by um Kirk Franklin and his wife. I saw that one. Yes, that was They were nice. cute. And, and the, then This um, Is Us Black couple. This Is Us, yes. Mm-hmm. This is Sterling us. Brown, and I can never remember her name. I can never so remember her awful. name, and I love her. I know. I was like, I'm going to call you Beth, the Beth. wonderful actress that plays Beth on This yes, Is Beth Us. Yes, Beth and Randall. Yes, they were good, um, too. Because that so was cute. actually the first one that I saw, like a celebrity one that I saw. That was the first one I saw. Yeah, it was super cute. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, it's it's a fun, it's cute, it's a fun little little dance challenge. Yeah, like it's that. a fun little dance challenge. But like, let's it, let it be over now. It's it's been weeks now. So, um, has it been weeks? Yeah. Oh, I've only literally seen it in the last <laughs> like week. So okay, I'm yeah. Just um. So um, that's that. So wait, tell me everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing, um. I guess go to um, just get this out of the way. Stevie J and Faith Evans got married. Do you know who Stevie who J is? is? Ste- yeah, no, that's I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was waiting and hoping you would cover this because I saw a little, you know, a few different like posts and had, you know, with the headline, mm-hmm. and I was like, who is Stevie J? Again, people, this is why I have to tell her everything because. Yeah. I'm sure most of you are like, oh, my God. Well, how does she not know who Stevie J is? Okay, so Stevie J is a producer, magi- a musician. I was going to say magician. He <laughs> apparently magician. is a magician because he keeps having women um, marry, um, date, and have children with him. So apparently he, he is has... not handsome. No, people know. And he is a, a horrible person by oh. all intents and purposes in terms of his personality and the way he treats people not very nice because like I know back in the day he used to date Eve okay and then he's dated oh so he's kind of he's like I said a producer musician he was huge during the 90s um the bad boy, boy who era. did he produce okay that's what I'm getting to so okay. he was very heavy with like bad boy puffy 
but he's worked with like Mariah Carey. He did a lot of stuff on her. Um, I think it was the butterfly like that one uh-huh. or something like he did a lot with Mariah Carey, Jay Z, Sting, Brian McKnight, Boyz II Men, Babyface, Eve, Beyonce, you know, and a whole okay. lot of people. Like you know, he's worked with like a whole lot of people, so he's very well known. But uh-huh. he is very much also an f boy, um, and he Ew. is featured on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That's uh-huh. what he's kind of known for more so now. He has gang kids. Um, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I think I watched the first season. Don't watch it anymore. But I've seen clips in her tales, and he's a hot mess. So apparently, he and Faith were married on Tuesday in Las Vegas. She was on her way somewhere. He was on her. her um, they were both going different places, but they were both, I think, in a, a L.A. at the same time. Got went to Vegas, got married in their hotel room or something. What is it with people getting married in their room? I guess that's you know if I get married, like that's a thing to do. Just get married in the room, and just let that be that. No need for that- officer. Cardi B and Offset got married in their bedroom. That was the other like. I'm again. I told the story like recently. That is weird. Why? They were like, Why they can't were just you go like, outside to get married? They were like, they were just at home. And they was like, you know, we might as well, you know, she's pregnant. No. Was this before mm-hmm. she got pregnant? I can't remember. I think the, around the same time. It's like, we should, you know, let's just get married. Okay. Just get get the people over here. Let's do it. So I don't know. Whatever. And I guess to try to keep it private. Why they're doing it at home? I don't know. Anyway, there are no family or friends there. Um, and the thing is, they've known each other since the 90s, you know, like I said, that whole bad boy era. Sure. And they were quite close and, you know, friends since the, that time to the point he is godfather to her son with Biggie. Oh, hmm, okay. Um, but apparently, um, CJ is not too, um, pleased with this um but they've been kind of together since 2016 but you know on instagram he's apparently with some other people as well some people have said that this is for a storyline for love and hip-hop um apparently he has a young lady expecting his child as we speak oh lord so and other people on her timeline saying they just um had adult time with him a couple weeks ago, so um, good luck, girl. This sounds Ugh. like a bad idea all around. Yeah, the whole thing sounds crazy. He all I like I said I I did not know who he was, and mm-hmm. so all I had to do was like photographs of the two of them or of him and then of her or whatever and I was just like oh he is not attractive <laughs> it's really like and all he I makes had to go off little, of he makes this little rat face all the time so it really yeah and, not... so, and then you know now you add this information to it, and I'm like okay well then why like that just seems again he's a magician and a musician <laughs> a magician and a musician yeah. Um, yeah no I just and yeah and the whole I just I think the the whole getting married in the bedroom or like this sort of um, I just think it's just another level of making it casual we, we don't t- how people just don't don't think marriage is don't important. value it it's mm-hmm. not important it's just something that you say you did and it's 
it's the same as ordering, you know. Take breakfast. out. I'm going to order a breakfast exactly. in bed. A, bring yeah, bring so. the preacher here. Let's get married. Let's make this happen. Right. Or whoever. Bring whoever. Whoever. Who has, yeah. who has an online piece. certificate. Because it's, it's not a meaningful thing. It's not a valuable thing. It's no. just something that people say that they do to kind of find all you're doing is signifying monkeys. So whatever. Okay. Signifying monkeys. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, That's how I feel about that. Okay. So on to the next. Um, Chance the Rapper by Radio Outlet. So apparently Chance the Rapper bought the local news site Chicagoist. So, you know, there are several of these is things like, you know, LAist. um, There's a Gothamist, which covers New York, and there's some other um, locations. Okay. Um, You know, kind of city-based local news sites. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was something where the guy who, um, I think the newsroom wanted to unionize and the owner decided to just get rid of it. So another company came in and kind of bought it and chance, you know, kind of bought that Chicago piece of it. Okay. So how he, an- he announced that he did this via a song that he released on Wednesday. Um, oh, okay. I bought the Chicagoist just to run you racist blanks out of business. Um, referencing um, his distaste for the Chicago Sun-Times um, because they wrote an opinion article about him that he was not too pleased with. Um, and he also followed it up with saying on Thursday, an official statement, not a song. I'm extremely excited to be continuing the work of the Chicagoist, an integral local platform for Chicago news, events, and entertainment. WNYC's, that's the company that, you know, the parent company, commitment mm-hmm. to finding homes for the quote-unquote IST brands, including Chicagoist, was an essential part of continuing the legacy and integrity of the site. I look forward to relaunching it and bringing the people of Chicago an independent media outlet focused on amplifying diverse voices and content. So, this is a good look. Yeah, it sounds like a, a big uh, money move, as Cardi B would say. Yes, a good. Oh, look at you calling <laughs> Cardi B. It's a big money. As. As Cardi B would say, Cardi B would say, as the great um, poet, <laughs> the great Greek, as the noted griot Cardi B stated, <laughs> I'd be making money moves <laughs> out here making this money. Out uh, here making this money <laughs> because I'm a regular schmegular girl. <laughs> She has like she has all these little catchphrases, and I watch. Uh, oh my gosh, I like binge watch Love and Hip Hop the last season over the oh, weekend, and I was like, man, they are really some of these girls are really trying to be Cardi B because like she like really made that work for her, and I was like, right. some of them are really trying. I was like, no, baby, just stop it, mm. just stop being extra for no, you ain't got it, you don't got it. So um. Yeah, no. So, yeah, so that was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Funny. 
but it, that is good for Chance the Rapper. I really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like he's really like one of the uh, small handful of people that I think actually have like a lot of actual raw talent, and I'm I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Awesome sauce. Okay, so the awesome last sauce. one is something that I um, have been entertained for about a year. And it's kind of the conclusion of all of this. So okay. it's about The Rock and Tyrese are donezo. What? Yes, The Rock and Tyrese. So, you know, they have been in these Fast and Furious movies together. Okay. So Tyrese has been, you know, in, I think, the movie since, like, maybe the third movie or something. And The Rock has been in maybe, like, a little after that. Um, you know, Vin Diesel, you know, um, Recipes, Paul Walker, Ludacris, you know, all those guys. Okay. Um, and um, the Fast and Furious movies. So, sometime last year, Tyrese had a lot of feelings when it came to The Rock. Oh. And I knew about these feelings because he had a lot to say on his Instagram and Twitter and everything else. So, he didn't keep his feelings to himself. He expressed all the feelings. It's one of those Ooh. moments where I was like, I need someone to take his phone away. Right. Just take his phone away. Like, I know you have an assistant. Take his phone away. Right. So it started with Tyrese blaming The Rock for the delay in the production of the ninth Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. And I ask you, why? Why are we on? Why are we um... on number nine of these asinine movies? So crazy. I mean, I saw And that one. we can't even come up with, like, original titles. Wasn't one of them, like, Too Fast and Too Furious? I mean, literally, like, that was the title. Yeah, but two of them have similar names, too, which was so confusing when the other one came out. And I was like, but didn't they name this before? Didn't <laughs> I mean, they name this? This was a name before. I it honestly... was, like, one word that was different. And I was like, okay, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is dumb no it's there it, it's ridiculous and the storylines i mean uh, i went on a date where someone took me to see one of these and i was like uh, and that's when you go see these um, and that's I, yeah that's yeah well and that's when i knew this is not gonna work yeah i like i said i saw the first two like i saw the first one because i didn't know any better and then i saw the second one because i was like Oh well, why, Paul Walker, I'll go see it. And then after that, Paul Walker even wasn't enough of a draw for me to watch any more of these movies. So, okay. So, Fast and Furious, the ninth movie, was supposed to come out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, The Rock and the powers that be, you know, The Rock decide, and the powers that be decided that The Rock would do a spinoff Hobbs movie. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Tyrese got really in his feelings about like we're family, you know, you're being selfish, you're pushing back the movie. Um, none of you know we've all had opportunities to do spinoff movies and we didn't because this is about all of us. And I'm like, dude, get the heck out of here. Um, so The Rock, I don't know if you've seen this. He's apparently the highest paid. He was the highest paid actor last year. Oh, I did not know that. Earning $124 million. Good Lord. 
And you see, The Rock makes all these little silly movies with, you know, this action movie here, this action movie here. He, like, is making a movie, like, every five minutes. And that's not my thing. Like, I appreciate The Rock, but I don't, I can't remember the last Rock movie I I saw that he was in. But, Mm -mm. you know, I appreciate him. I think I watched Ballers, and that's not even a movie. But I'm like, he's always working. He, he does stay something. employed. He stays employed. He stays out movies, of that unemployment line. Yes, and those movies do very well. Apparently, thus the $124 million. So, yeah, why, I guess so. So, if you are about your business, as studios tend to be, of course, Negro, we're going to prioritize the Hobbs movie. <laughs> Over yet another recycled script for the Fast and the Furious. So I mean, it's business. I was like, Tyrese, come, okay, come on, come on, son, come on, son, come on, son. son. And you know, I thought about Dulé Hill when I said that he stay employed because Dulé Hill, why is he on? He's like main cast on Suits this season. Like I think he was a recurring character. So this nigga on two shows. I was like, okay, you know what? Right. Dulé stays, stays employed, paid. So, yeah, so, oh, they're in that, they're in Ballers together. Anyway, so, yeah, so, okay. <laughs> another show. <laughs> another non-sequitur, non-random fact. Okay, so Go that was that. all that. So, he's so upset about that, and he tweeted and Twittered, and as old people say, and he did all he did it all he let everyone know his feelings to the point where it was a new thing like every day that he would say like it was just like again shut it down shut it down so all this time the rock never said anything really um right because why even address i mean what why even address this This yeah vin diesel made like a little peace offering little statement and that was kind of the end of and that kind of like stopped it all um, but recently, last Thursday, The Rock was on Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. and of course, messy, messy, Andy <sighs> Cohen. Oh, he's so messy. He's such a messy queen. Had to ask about the feud. So, but is quote, it a quote, feud if only okay, one wait, person? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, okay, stop sorry. It. Okay. So I, you, I didn't get it out. Sorry, it's late. The quote unquote feud. Gosh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Rock called it a one sided beef and acknowledged that Tyrese was going through some tough times. And he said that the whole thing was still disappointing. So, this is kind of a piece of what he said. He said that whole thing with Tyrese, it was pretty disappointing because I've been friends with Tyrese for a very long time. And, you know, mm-hmm. I always feel like a beef requires two people to actually jump in it. And it was really one-sided. And he had voiced his opinion a lot on social media. And he said some other things. Like, you know, I guess he got personal. and He didn't appreciate, you know, bringing family in and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And then he says, to me, there's no need to have a conversation. So he's just kind of like, he's like, you know, are you, are you guys talking? He's like, no, we haven't talked in a long time. And I don't feel the need to talk to him like I don't what there's no need to have a conversation so that appears to be that and I'm like um Tyrese um the Rockies isn't actually the person you should you know piss off but you know do your mm-hmm. thing 
do what you do best, boo. Do what you do best. Rant I mean, I don't know that he, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that he can do anything else at this point. Mm-mm. He's a mess. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Just for today. Nothing too, too long. That was long enough. So yeah, so those... Wow. Yeah, the, yes, 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 yes. So let's get personal. What's let's the hat? Let's get personal. Um, okay, so my let's get personal this week is I am super proud of myself because mm-hmm. this week um, one of the things that I really wanted to undertake uh, coming off of my silent retreat was mm-hmm. to prioritize my time differently. Um, mm-hmm. So this week I started a new schedule. I started on Tuesday. I couldn't get my act together for Monday. <laughs> but I didn't let that okay. derail me. Yes. So I started on Tuesday. And um, I'm basically going to bed with like all the other eight-year-olds of the world. <laughs> like I'm getting to bed by like 9, 9.30. Um, and not tonight not tonight not tonight um but i have been for the last three nights getting to bed by 9 30 which allows me to get up by 5 30 and which is basically like more than an hour earlier than normal and Mm -hmm. i'm utilizing that time in the morning for a few one i've um, I've been trying to get my running back on track or, you know, I've, I've been working on running and mm-hmm. then I kind of took a break and then I was, I, when I went to my retreat, I actually did run twice that week that I was away. Um, oh, and then nice. when I, yeah, so that was good. I got a couple of runs in while I was away. And then when I came back, I, since I'd come back from my retreat, I hadn't gone running. And part of it was that we had that LA heat wave and it was just too hot to run. Unless mm-hmm. you ran really early in the morning or if you waited till late at night. But even at night, it had gotten so hot that at night it was still, like, really hot. Um, so, anyhow, um, it's finally kind of the, the the weather has tapered off and it's definitely back to where it's very nice and cool in the morning. And so, I've been getting up at 5.30 and basically just, like, splashing water on my face, putting my hair up, putting my my workout gear on and just heading out the door um, by 5.45 and getting my run in. And um, so that's been great. And then that actually puts me back in the house by about like 6.30, which still gives me like a whole hour before I need to leave for work. And so I've been utilizing that hour to have uh, devotional time in the morning, just like quiet prayer time. Um, And then, um, and then once I'm, done with that then I like start my day off like kind of at the same time I normally do with all the stuff that I normally do in the morning um but just having already taken care of two major things that I want to take care of um so it's been great I've done it three mornings in a row and in terms of working out I think it's I'm gonna be probably doing like some I need to have like one day where I break in between because I do want to get three runs in a week. <clears throat> so it'll probably be something more like Sundays, Sunday, Monday, Wednesdays, you know, and take Tuesday mm-hmm. off. But this this week I just did like again, I missed Monday. So I did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, okay. 
so yeah, so I feel very pleased with myself. I'm also, <clears throat> I've also started a new um, little accountability weight loss thing uh-huh. where I'm tracking my food and logging it daily and weighing in daily, which is a painful endeavor. Um, and, but, you know, just doing all the, just kind of just restarting some new habit, not, I should say, restarting old habits that I want to make, you know, regular habits again. Um, okay. So weighing in daily and writing down my food and being really mindful about what I eat. Um, I have been doing a great job, I think, already in the past several months of meal planning and all of that. But now it's just kind of like, okay, like what meals am I planning what portion sizes, you know, and <clears throat> being really mm-hmm. mindful of those things. So kind of just taking it an extra step. So. Oh, that sounds great. As I ate like a big box of chicken a day. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely not on. So, you know, just little things like, you know, making sure that I like buy like lots of like, um, I bought like the, you know, the giant container of baby spinach, you know, Um, because if I eat like a big salad every night for dinner, like I actually make it through that entire giant container from like Sunday night to tonight. Actually, it lasted me till tonight. I was like, ate the last of that baby spinach. So eating vegetables, eating vegetables. And I do like baby spinach and like, you know, the mixed green salads or whatever. And so I just, you know, made like. There's a million different like grilled chicken salad recipes out there with different types of like healthy salad dressings or whatever, um, which are easy enough to just throw together, you know, the whole the dressing all at the beginning of the week. What I did is I grilled all the chicken on Sunday, you know, let it Mm -hmm. rest, chopped it up, put it portion size baggies so that every night I just like pull out a baggie of chicken fill my bowl with spinach, you know, uh, toss just the right amount of dressing into it and I'm good, you know? So, um, so it's been, it's, it's been a good week in terms of like, you know, getting a strong start. And so obviously from here on, it'll just be like consistency and not, um, <laughs> not getting no, I'm thinking like, what, cause what I'm going to talk about is just like the total opposite of everything you're saying. So, okay. Okay go on <laughs> no worries um so yeah so I'm like I feel like it was just it's been a good week of getting back on track and feeling like all right like I can do this and you know my ankle and my heel you know I so we st- started back in January and I had just had my ankle procedure my heel pr- procedure mm-hmm. and um and it's feeling better, stronger. Um, it's still it's still definitely not 100%. So I'm still doing like a combination of intervals, running and walking right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not running all out. Um, but I feel like it's, you know, I just need to start incorporating some other things slowly but surely, you know, some more uh, weight training and so that I'm building up muscles that will help support my ankle and all that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, so this is a good start. I feel like it's a good start. And I already lost 1.1 pounds. Kudos. Congratulations. Thank you. you. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my, let's get personal. It's just, um, been a good week of, um, healthy, healthy living. All right. 
Yeah. Love that. Sounds good. So, <laughs> yes. Now you. So this week has been, like I said, the opposite. A week of treat yourself. So, <laughs> well, it was your birthday, so absolutely. Yeah. So my birth. So it's been like binge watching trash TV. <laughs> um, just loving hip hop, New York, just trash, but so good. Um and um Monday was my birthday. Yay! Um, woke up and um I you know mentioned um you know all the little free little birthday things you get. So I was like, okay, I want to do all my little free birthday things or whatever. Fun. So one of them was Grimaldi's, which is a pizza place that we all love from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but. We've eaten it in L.A. and Arizona, oddly enough. There are quite a few of them, I think, a few of them in Arizona. Yeah, there are. So I looked up where um, Grimaldi's was here in Atlanta, or in the Atlanta area or Georgia, none. The closest one was in Greenville, South Carolina, which is a good two-and-a-half-hour drive away. So um, I asked my bestie if she and the girls since they're still out of school if they wanted to come with Mm -hmm. and she was like yep so they had just gotten back from their family vacation the night before they hopped (laughs) in the car they live an hour and a half away from me right and then we went two and a half hours to Greenville and so we got there you know, mid afternoon, and um, you know the little one or get just had a good time with our little um, day trip. They were telling me all about their summer vacation. They went to as the as Cupcake called it. They went to George Washington D.C. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so they had a great time. She's telling me all the stories, and she was dancing. She was feeling it. Um, the Migos walk it like we talk it came on and she oh, felt Lord. that in her spirit and she was just dancing and um pumpkin, the oldest one, was like, It looks like she's fighting somebody off, which it, it really did. did. Yeah, I posted that a video you video posted was hysterical. It was too funny. I still like all week I've been looking at it and just cracking up. Like she's so hilarious. She's so funny. She's so funny. And so, so she just does so many crazy things. So we drove there. Got there, had like, you know, this wonderful spinach salad and pizza with, you know, like the meatball and the fresh mm-hmm. Their pizza is really good. Their pizza is so good. And so we like had the pizza. And so while we're sitting there enjoying, you know, um, Bessie gave me, you know, bought me a glass of wine for birthday. And mm-hmm. um, we were sitting there. And so the oldest pumpkin was like, so what else are we doing? Mm-hmm. And we we're like, nothing. And she was like, so we just came to South Carolina to eat? And we were like, yep, pretty much. And so she looked at us like we were insane and not the adults. Like, she was the adult. And she was like, so we're not doing anything else. Nope. And we're like, nope, it's late. We're getting back in the car and, you know, go back. Right, it's time to go, go back. Stuck. In traffic, y'all ain't gonna get home till like almost nine o'clock. So no, right. we got you got to go. You got volleyball practice. You got stuff to do. Life's live. This was, you know, you know, for 
my birthday and I was like you know she is a wonderful friend that is my sister and thank you for indulging me and I told her you can count this as my birthday and national auntie day which is on Sunday you can just combine those two very nice together so thank you so much if you listen which you'll probably listen to sometime in the distant future (laughs) Uh, (laughs) thank you so much love you girl that was super fun she wasn't even agitated by the traffic because it was like just a fun little day trip road trip whatever so it was fun yeah yes it was and i continued on the next day with collecting my things the things that Mm -hmm. belong to me um so sprinkles had a cupcake for me so i had the american mule cupcake which was like a ginger cake with then like a lime vodka icing girl Mm. so good sounds good so delicious um i picked up my garrett's popcorn because they are they're both at lunch of course so my free popcorn and then i headed on over to my free dinner at benihana's with my cousin so tuesday i kept the free meals moving on and free yes yes nice that's how you do it so i enjoyed that and you know like got back to work in a real way on Wednesday and Thursday or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and Friday, I'm going to hang out with my friends, my littlest friends. And oh, the littlest friends. A bunch friends. of us. Yes. Oh, they're hilarious, too. Their birthday's next week, so that should be fun. I actually need to work that night, but I'm going to stop by for a little bit. But they, um, they're a local park. You know, it's movie in the park time. So one of the parks in South Fulton is calling it Wakanda Park. Oh wow! They're showing Black Panther, yes. African attire. I am coming in. What I come in? Um, Not what I come in. I'm like it's gonna be some jeans. Jeans gonna be African attire. I'm gonna wear my. I might wear my big necklace, but I'm like I'm also gonna be outside. So you can only ask for so much. So in 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 Georgia, being outside in California, being outside in Georgia are two different things. This so is I true. Was, I was like, you know what? You'll get what you get. Um, <laughs> when is this? It's tomorrow night. Oh, wow. They're doing okay. free Kona ice. I, everywhere I go, Kona ice is there. I've gone to so many little community things and even like open houses, and the Kona ice truck is there. I was like, y'all, what's are Kona just, ice? It's like Hawaiian shaved ice. Oh, okay. So it's like flavored ice. Yeah. So it's just, okay. but it's like the name of the truck. This like okay. company is everywhere I am. I was like, dang, y'all stay busy around these streets. So Good that's going to be cool. So they're doing free popcorn and Kona ice um, nice. at the event. So I was like, yeah, that should be fun. So there's supposed to be like six of us and the kids or something like that. So we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. That should mm-hmm. be fun. Because um, I think that might be near their bedtime, so they may not, or they may surprise us. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> right. So no one knows what's gonna happen. No one knows. It's all toss. Yeah, up. it's all toss up. So, um, so that was that. So good times, and you know, still celebrating and good. Yeah. Good. Um, and the other thing I was gonna talk about again, I saw this and I got very excited. This is not about me personally, okay. but it's about something I'm excited about. So, okay, um, okay you know, like the new Lay's flavor flavors. 
Oh, how every year they come out with some like flavors that people vote on or whatever. Yeah, well, this one's a little different because they're coming out with eight flavors, which is more than they've ever come out with, apparently, okay. at a time. And it's to showcase local cuisines from across the country. So they're calling it their Tastes of America flavors. So they're inspired by popular, like, regional dis- dishes, rather. So okay. there's the Cajun Spice, Chili Con Queso, Chesapeake Crab Base Spice, Deep Dish Pizza, Fried Pickles with Ranch, New England Lobster Roll, Pimento Cheese, and Sweet Thai Chili. So... A whole okay. lot going on. A whole Some lot. These are very similar to other thing, like other flavors or whatever. Because there's there's right. one that I tried the other day, the all dressed chips, and they kind of taste like barbecue chips. They're supposed to be like really big in Canada, and so they taste like regular barbecue chips. What are like they a called? Little, all dressed. That's what's the name on the bag. It says all, all dressed. dressed. Okay. So it has like, you know, so it's like barbecue, but like a little tangier, which, you know, I love. So like a little more like vinegar uh-huh. to them. So uh-huh. it's very good. So they're also bringing back Blaze, their ketchup chips, which are also big in Canada, too. So I like that, too. They're very like, you know, tangy. Okay. Um, so, okay. So here's the thing. So they're going to be in stores from July 30th through September 23rd, but only available in the region where the flavor was inspired by. I was like, how is this supposed to be like sharing other country, uh, other showcases right. around the country if you're not gonna if you have them in it. different places? Yeah. Right. So they're like, either you need to stock, you know, the shelves, or you can purchase the variety pack at Lays.com. So you know what I did? You I, purchased the variety pack. No, I did not because you know what? Five of the eight are already sold out. Wow. Already sold out? Yes. But the only ones I think they had the the Obey ones were, were left, the chili con queso and the pimento cheese. Those were the only ones that they had available on the site. Dang. Well, you like pimento cheese. I love pimento cheese. That's what I was like. Yeah. Okay, yes, I'm all about the pimento, pimento cheese chips because I love pimento cheese, but like I want to try those other ones too, so that kind of made me well, I was like, mm-hmm. oh well. Oh, if anybody oh, well. out there wants to send me <laughs> from your region. <laughs> from your region. So, okay. So, yeah. So, I'm very excited about that. So, I need to figure out. Oh, they're going to restock. They have to restock them. Because I was like, it's, it's not even July 30th yet. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's supposed to go through, through September? The end of September, yeah. So let's That's bananas. Yeah, so I was just like, so this is like the pre-order, so hopefully they'll do that. Okay. Um. So the last thing is, I think I mentioned it to you before, but I just, I want to see if you did. Okay. My okay. favorite new podcast. I learned about it yesterday, and I am already obsessed. <laughs> Everything is alive. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Oh my god! <laughs> it's really funny. Oh my god! I was like, this is the level of silliness and fun that I need to add to my life. Like, this is uh, that part, you know, to kind of pepper all the um, pop culture and true crime podcasts. Right, like, yeah. This podcast is so silly. So, basically, there's a guy who interviewing inanimate objects so that's the everything's alive 
So the first episode was Lewis, a can who was a can of cola. And yes. again, it's so fun. And if you're even like a mildly, mildly like weird person, you will love it. Like it's so right. it's so strange. I've never heard anything like it. And it's just Oh my god, when he asked him how how he saw Jaws and he went in with the answer, <laughs> I was like, I was dying. And then just yeah. the end part was just had me yeah. in tears. I was like, this is so stupid. So yeah, they kind of talk about their life as whatever their object is and whatever like dilemma, like life dilemma they're facing. Because I think one upcoming is like a mouse trap. And how, wow. like, like, yeah, she's like, you know, basically, I'm born, you know, my purpose is to kill or whatever. So it's kind of like, <laughs> and like how she's struggling with that dilemma. Oh, and that's so, great. Yeah. So there's quite a few, like, very, um, and then some other, like, interesting tidbits came in while I was listening to that about the, the radiate, the radiation, like, drink that people used to, um, that they would sell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, part of the Coca-Cola episode. Radi- yeah, so that's the thing. If it's sometimes they bring in other people, like if something's mentioned and they want, like, more information or they want to kind of bring, they might bring in, like, another third party to kind of join the interview per se or to find right. more information. So, again, everything is alive. They only have one episode up as of yesterday, as I when I listened uh-huh. to it yesterday. Um, a can of cola. So, Lewis, a can of cola. It, uh, and they're short too. They're only like thirty minutes, so not like yeah. No, this. it was short and really funny, and yeah, Shetty, it was good. You know, funny, short, silly. Like so, I highly, very silly, recommend it. It's good fun. Yes. So yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so that's it. Very oh, good. I'm that so was... glad. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you had a lovely birthday week. I did. It was, you know, I it's kind of funny because, you know, Facebook memories and so of my last like several years, I've always been somewhere else. Mhm. And I've been with you cuz I my Facebook memories were the same as yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been some except for the one when I went to Europe, you weren't with me. Yeah, that's true. So, but all the others, like New York and Portland and all the, you know, the other trips, like, you've been, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the birthday trip posse. So, um, yeah, so I've been seeing all these, you know, great memories of trips and how, like, yeah, 2019, we have to get back on our birthday trip rotation, you know, Mm -hmm. things will be settled down hopefully by then. So, oh my gosh, it's, yeah, so I was like, oh remember that that was so fun because even mm-hmm. bestie referenced that trip because she went to a lot of museums because i was like are you gonna go to the national national portrait gallery she's like i wasn't going to and i was like go see the <laughs> portraits oh my god and she's like they happen to be her husband the oldest went to go see one museum and so she's like they were actually across the street from it so that's pretty much the only reason why she went and then she's like, I went in and it was so amazing and I like wanted to stay longer and I was like, see, I right. awesome. And she mentioned that like I guess some museum they went oh, they went to the African American Museum. And I think they had an exhibit from um Kara Walker. 
And I remember when we were in at um, oh, the Met. Walker. Yeah, yes. at the Met, and she was like, saw one of you know, the pieces there because she has like pieces mm-hmm. at the Broad in several places. Very, you know, I think MacArthur. That, I feel like that's where I saw her was at the Broad. You saw her at the Met too, because no, Museum of Modern Art, MoMA. You saw her there too. Because she okay. had like a little exhibit there. Well, I don't know if you saw it because it was off in a little room. Uh, you know, you may be right. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was. Okay, so yeah, you feel the same way. We have this whole discussion too about that. I was like, I just don't get it. Um, And it's fine. Um, It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. Um, Yeah. And so she, like, it was hilarious because she, like, called me up. She's like, Kristen, um, I need you to see something. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I just, I, I can't even explain it. I just need you to see it. <laughs> and apparently she had the same reaction with her husband in the museum. <laughs> that is hysterical. So I love, like, museums. I like going to museums with different types of people. Not people who rush me. No. There's no, there's no rushing through a museum, people. A museum is meant to be strolled through. Um, pieces are meant to be studied and considered you Mm -hmm. are to pause you might even sit Mm -hmm. um yeah and if you are like really into it you might sketch like you know you you never know yeah if you're artsy if that's yeah or take some pictures like you never know like where inspiration because i you know with the whole like i've always liked art or whatever but i'm not really artistic in that way but i love like you know, like, especially with the fashion thing, like, we spent a lot of time in, like, we had to go to museums and look at different things or whatever. So I, like, really, like, I, yeah, I just love museums. That's one of my favorite things to do wherever I go. Yeah, I enjoy a good museum. Um, it's just, you know, it's, and if there's a good, and a, you know, a good museum that has a variety of things is always the best. Like, if it's too much of the same thing, then I'm a little, well, you know, like, I like I like modern art, so I could stay in a modern art museum for a while. Uh, so, modern art, I can, it depends. I can take it or leave it. Uh, I yeah. like the Broad. I had a good time at the Broad. It just depends. Yeah, so fun. It depends. Yeah. Okay, enough of this. I'm like, again, enough. <laughs> Let's cut this out. Do we have to cut it out? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so glad. Yeah. Had a good week. Good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's everything. That's it. <laughs> that's all we have. That's all we have. Okay. Take it or leave it. I mean, we put it out there on the dance floor. We gave it our all. Yep. The steam machine is off. The, we left it all on the dance floor. Yeah, you know we're singing now. Um, let's dance the last dance. Let's dance the last dance. Um, it's closing time. The, last dance. the lights are coming on. Do you know it's closing time? It's closing time. Okay. And for our reference, you know it's time to go. DJ. Um, too short, like just gonna all the, all those all those songs. <laughs> it's time to go. Closing time. Last dance. 
Mm. All of it. Because we're eclectic like that. We're eclectic. <laughs> we know all those songs. We know all those songs. Because we're eclectic like that. That's I bet right. you don't we know what it. eclectic means. Because <laughs> we got eclectic taste, you know, and music and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make money moves. Shut up. <laughs> Bananas. Bananas. Like certain things should not come out of certain people's mouths and use. (laughs) As you know, our great sage Cardi B says, making money moves. Uh, You know, my favorite Cardi B. (laughs) Not your favorite Cardi B. I have so many because she says so many crazy things. Like, she was messing. I'm not going to tell you a story because it's just ridiculous and stupid. But this guy was talking to her about some girl that was mad with her. He was like, oh, she's over. He's like, when a girl has beef with me, she has beef with me forever. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. And then she did all, she was all dramatic. And she like did like a quick turn, like the head turn, like forever. And I was like, okay, that. That's the most. Yeah, that was hilarious. Not all the extra. Yes, there gotta be extra. All right. All right. Get the heck out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's go to bed. Blow this pop. Oh my God. You're already in the bed, aren't you? I'm always in the bed. Oh, I hate you. Get that through your thick skull. Wow, (laughs) wow, is it a thick skull? Get that through your noggin. Uh, Now I'm just like deliriously talking. There was something I was going to say and I thought it was so funny. And I was like, okay, that makes me sound like a little old lady. But that's why I was like, that's why it's funny. Okay. All right. All right. uh, We'll do this again next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Please subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle, email us at wait, tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>